Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Valerie Adams is going to teach you how to bring the confidence and attract the partner of your dreams. We're going to dive into such a powerful conversation. Before that, I want to say thank you for tuning in, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self, especially in the area of communication, dating, and romance. Just know whether you are on your own, whether you are uh, seeking a, a significant other, or you're in a committed relationship, or the relationship that you want to be in, just know that you are on the journey to being your greatest possible self, one step at a time. So thanks for showing up here. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. And this week, I'm going to share it is Anthony A93 who says, Chris, the man burns. Every podcast episode gets better and better. Not only that, you can tell how present and interested Chris is in each of the guest experts on his show. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anthony. I appreciate you, brother. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, because I love encouraging and, and just being a champion for people, you can go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store and give us a review there. Thank you in advance for doing that. I'm going to introduce Valerie in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This woman is just like making massive waves in this world, and I'm so, so stoked to have her back on the marathon for another interview. So definitely stick around till the end because she is a blast. She comes with the wisdom, the powerhouse, and you definitely want to stay tuned. Let's introduce Valerie, because Valerie is a dating and love coach, focusing on supporting women in building their confidence and their self-love so that they can attract their dream partner with ease and fun. I love it when it's so simple and easy and clear and straight to the point. Valerie, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? So ready. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, we're going to have a blast. So let's dive right in. The theme today is communication, dating, and romance. What does that mean for you, Valerie? Oh my gosh, so many things. So <laughs> um, communication, dating, romance, it means to me just being your authentic self, mm. having fun, and feeling like you can be at home with whoever you're dating. The yeah. goal is to always be BFFs with the person you're with, the person you're dating. So like, that's really what comes to mind for me. I love it. I love it. I think that's, that's so important is in the, whatever stage you're in, right? Whether it's communication, whether it's dating, whether it's romance, it's like, if you're not being yourself, you're trying to be someone else, then it's all eventually going to like fall short. It's going to crumble. It's not going to work out. Or like someone is going to be dissatisfied because they're not getting like the realness. And so someone's going to get tired of that, or eventually you're going to be real. And then the person who you were trying to pretend for, they're going to say like, Oh, like that wasn't who you actually were. And so we don't want none of that. We're here to be our authentic, greatest possible selves. I love it. Love it, Valerie. Yeah. So in, I, I mentioned it really briefly. It's like super simple what you do, but in your own words, tell us what you stand for with your clients. 
Yeah. So I believe that every single woman on this planet, she gets to be in a relationship where she feels adored, where she Mm. feels like a queen, where she feels like she's with someone who just wants to make her life better and easier and where the relationship feels like a place to call home for her. And what I do is I support women in really gaining that confidence, really getting clear on what it is that they deserve and what they're a match for and I'm committed to no woman ever settling for less than she deserves. Amen. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's it's so true because we really can have it all, right? And when we believe that, hey, oh, well, am I asking too much? Like I've heard that so many times that a woman might feel like she's asking too much. And it's like, unless like, like, I don't even know if that's possible. Like if you're attached to certain things and you think it's supposed to be a certain way and like, you're just like in a fantasy and not actually being with people and feeling your emotions and being authentic and things like that, then maybe. But I think if you're being real and you like pay attention to the chemistry and like, what do you feel and what's like your authentic self and and that connection, then like there's no such thing as asking for too much oh my gosh I couldn't agree with you more and that's what I hear from so many women is they think that they're single because they're asking for too much so they go oh well the solution is to not be as picky or to like shave down my list and you end up severely compromising your values when you do that and that Mm. still isn't the solution so you can have it all like you said Stand for those non-negotiables, like what has to be in place. Kind of get out. Amen. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to know what those are. Yes. Yes. And we're going to dive back into your journey so people can get connected with you, Valerie. You've been on the show before, but for people who are just learning about you, let's, let's uh, let them know why, why did you get into being a love and dating coach? Oh my gosh. Yes. So I started the last time I came on the show, I was doing mindset coaching, which I friggin' loved. And I I'm of the belief that I can help many people just like many people can, can help me. We can always learn. And I love mindset. I love really understanding our words, our thoughts, our actions and how they create our reality. And what, what ended up happening was I started working with women who they just like, really were wanting to call in that relationship and they had severe beliefs and blocks like their walls were up high and they just had so many voices in their head saying they couldn't have what they wanted and then started working with them seeing them really step into their worthiness getting results getting boyfriends you know going on amazing dates and I was like okay there there's no coincidences in life so I'm meant to support women in this and from my own struggles you know I've been into reading like self-help books around love and men and dating from when I was about 16 I was dating a, a guy who was older and he completely like played me you know and I just knew I was like I was so stupid I could have seen these signs like I settled I you know I really like compromised my integrity in some ways so I I really got obsessed with understanding men and understanding how to, you know, not be a doormat or not get taken advantage of. And so I loved giving my friends advice on it. I was always a stand, never settle. And I still settled along my path. And now really applying everything I've learned paired with all the self-help and personal development and coaching I've done and I've received, I was able to attract my dream man, my king. And so passionate about showing women how to do that. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love that. Um, 
I don't know for you, but for me, it was like when I least expected it or like needed it to happen, like that's when Petia came in, you know, and it's like after doing the work and hiring coaches and doing all these things to work on myself, my own mindset, I even had a coach specifically coaching me around like love and relationships and like challenging me to get outside of my comfort zone to go for it. You know, I wouldn't have done these things unless I had that that advocate, that cheerleader, that person who helped me to, to understand what are the thoughts that are coming up? What is my paradigm about relationships? And is it effective? Is it giving me the results that I want? Because if you don't have the results and you want, most likely there's something in your paradigm, in the thoughts that you're thinking or the beliefs that we get to change. And so I love that you're out there empowering women to do exactly that. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I love, love it. I love it. So let's start diving in, uh, especially to attract the man that, that we want, you know, for you, like, I, I don't want a man, but like for, for women who want that man, where do they start? Like, what is the foundation to start like making that happen? Yeah. So it's funny because, you know, women will think that it starts at like, oh, where can I go meet more men? Like, where are they hanging out? And let me get in front of them. Mm -hmm. And what I say is it's actually the opposite. It starts with you and it starts with mm -hmm. you getting really clear on what you desire, A. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you had touched on non-negotiables, you know, what what's really important, what you're not going to settle on mm -hmm. and then living your best life, creating life around what it is that you want to be doing, the people you want to be surrounding yourself with, activities you want to be doing, you know, how you're spending your free time. And that's when I believe that the man will find you and your person is looking for you and is on his way to you and he's just waiting to have that, that entryway. Mm. Mm, I love it. So we're going to dive into all those. Uh, number one, let's start with like getting clear on what you want. Like what is what does that really mean? And why, why are women not connected with what they really truly want? Yeah, totally. So this is something that used to happen for me and it happens to a ton of my clients where they will go on dates with guys who are like kind of sort of maybe what they want. Like he fits a couple things, but they, they can't really put their finger on it or they go on the date and they're like, yeah, I don't want to um, be with someone who doesn't want to travel or worse. They'll get into a relationship with someone, spend a year, year and a half with them. And they end up breaking up because that person doesn't want kids and they mm. do, or, mm. you know, that that person <laughs> doesn't want a relationship and they want a relationship. Like that happens all the time. And that I believe comes from lack of clarity and lack of being connected to the why. So how will that feel to be with a person who wants to have a family? How would that feel to be with a partner who has this like insatiable hunger to travel the world and who also, you know, has the freedom to do that? Like, how will that feel? So being clear on what you want, why you want it and not being afraid of, you know, eliminating people. That's what women do. They go, well, if I have all the, this list and like, am I turning away good guys? And my belief is your person will never miss you. So there's nothing you could possibly do for your person to not find you, but you're definitely stalling it and you're definitely making it harder for him to find you when you're not clear. Hmm. I love it. I love it. So really the feelings, like what would it be like? What would the experience be like? It's almost mm -hmm. like we have to live that in our mind first before we're able to experience it in reality we have to get clear on how's it going to feel in our body what what are the sensations where would we go what would it feel like when these things are happening so that we can identify hey this is what i wanted to create and it gives our like our gps our intuition accurate 
accurate like kind of um, measuring, so to speak, or tracking to say, are we on track or are we off track? But if we haven't done that work up front, then we can't know if we're on track or off track. Yeah. Or at least, or at least be able to verbalize it because we might deep down inside be like, mm, this isn't what I want. But, you know, yeah. how do we how do we actually communicate that? Yeah, I love what you said, Chris, about like really like feeling it in your body because mm -hmm. everything we desire in life, it's because we, we believe we will feel a certain way when we have that thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's what drives everything that we do and try to create in our lives. So why wouldn't we take the time to really feel into it now and think about it now and be sure that it is what we want because yeah. we know that feeling is on the other side of going on dates, putting yourself out there, making a list, like whatever it takes. Mm, I love it. So let's talk about the list, like having a list of like what this person's characteristics or qualities or negotiables and non-negotiables, like tell us how do we, how do we dive into that and create something like that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I am such a stand for compatibility and I think a list it's a bad rap because a list is for you to get really clear on compatibility and a list isn't like, Oh, they like Disney movies and like they, you know, they um, love to cook and you know, those are all like things, but it's really about what's going to suit you and be compatible with you as a person. So something I have my, my clients do is they make a compatibility plan. I have this really awesome training around it where they can get really clear on the things that actually matter. So like, you know, religion, how that person views finances, yeah. what they, what is a priority for that person in a relationship, like certain preferences, like literally the things that people end up getting divorced over. Yep. Wouldn't it be great to be clear on that in the beginning and then start attracting from that confidence space? So I'm all about lists. I'm all about compatibility blueprints. And it. I believe that clarity gives you confidence. I don't know if you feel that way. So like imagine walking into dating knowing like, yep, this is what I'm available for. These are non-negotiables. And like I'm worthy of having what I desire. Yeah. It's, it's just like a completely different experience. You're either wandering or you're saying, all right, like I'm doing great on my own. And I think that's, that's another component for a lot of women is like, you don't need someone else. You can want someone else and it could take your experience to the next level, but you on your own are like completely perfect as you are. And if, if you feel like you need someone to complete you, then there's some deep work that you can do there. I'm sure you've, you've taken your clients through that stuff and I'm sure that stuff comes up too, right? Yeah, nobody needs a man or like mm. a woman, but I believe that we definitely, we need love and yeah. we, we need a life where we get to have our desires filled like beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah. yeah. And I think the needing love, it's like, first, are you willing to self-sustain and self-fulfill mm -hmm. and have that be enough for you? Like, are you able to treat yourself like a goddess, right? Is that is that something you're checking on the box first before you're looking for someone else to treat you like a goddess? Because if you're not doing it yet, then why would someone else want to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 1,000%. Powerful. Powerful. So you said the compatibility plan like really maps out hey who is this this person the blueprint compatibility blueprint like who is this person or right, and not just does this person like disney movies which i mean we can jump to conclusions about what does it mean to make a list and what is important to be on the list but it's it's like what are the actual 
the the levers that make the difference, the sliders, mm -hmm. the the indicators, the, the yeah. values that really make a difference. And it sounds like you put together a really powerful uh, tool or resource for people and women especially to to discover that and get clear on that. Yeah, totally. And it's like it's not about the guy. It's never been about the guy. It's never mm -hmm. about like. Him, it's about how you want to feel in the relationship and what things are going to make you feel secure, supported, happy, feeling like that, you know, you finally met your match, not your other half, like you said, mm. to your point, not someone who's going to complete you, but someone who's going to match you. So it's never, it's with my clients, it's like, we actually rarely talk about men. Mm. It's about you and how you want to feel and what you're calling in. I'm curious, Valerie, what did, what did you discover that surprised you uh, over the last year of being a, a, like really diving into loving and love and dating coaching? Like what, what surprised you? Mm, just that um, so many women don't feel like they're enough and they go into dating with a mindset of like, oh my gosh, I hope he likes me. Like, I hope I can impress him. I just want to be enough for him. And they constantly feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many prettier girls out there. There's so many, you know, other options. Why would he pick me? And it's like, you know, my clients are beautiful. Every single one of them so beautiful. They are in total ownership of their life. They have amazing careers. They're entrepreneurs. Like they are, I look at them and I'm like, you're the full package. How can you not feel enough? And then at the same time, I'm filled with gratitude because I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that I get to guide them and, and show them. Because when you um, put someone or something on a pedestal, you're saying I'm beneath them. I'm like, they're above me. And so what I'm teaching women to do is to realize like no one's on a pedestal, like you're not on one, the men aren't. And so that that's been really surprising, Chris, like really seeing how many women have that conversation. And it's pretty much every woman I work with doesn't feel enough to have her dream relationship. What are some practical things that women can do to like really raise up their self esteem and how they see themselves to not put someone on a pedestal? Totally. Yeah. So like, it's all about turning back to self love. And at the end of the day, that's what I feel like I, I do is self love. And it's with a focus in dating and relationships, because it all starts with you. And like you said, being that goddess first, and mm -hmm. where we really go is like, you know, what makes you feel good? What are things that you love? Like, Every day, how can we build your confidence a little bit more? What do those things look like? So that by the time you attract your person and you're on the date, you feel really amazing. You're like, yeah, I get to be here. Like he's lucky to be with me. So I love, you know, challenging my clients to get out of their comfort zone. I believe that's what builds confidence. And I'm sure just you with everything you've created, it hasn't come from your comfort zone. And mm -hmm. my experience with you is that you are very, very confident. And I know that that came from constantly challenging yourself. So I really challenge my clients to get uncomfortable every single day, putting themselves out there and really getting clear on what they want and to let go of people pleasing, but really just to come from the place of what's going to make Valerie happy. What's going to make Valerie feel good today. Acting mm. from that space. Mm. And it's like, it's really caring about, how do I feel and what, what is important to me first? And I think when we, when we get practiced at that, at giving ourselves that, then when we do it for others, it's coming from a really authentic place too, circling back to that authenticity. It's like, 
when I'm practicing and I know I'm taking care of myself and like doing this on myself, then it's like, it's an integrity for me to really like kind of blow the lid wide open and say, Hey, Petia or significant other, like, Hey, like I want to just wow you. Like, what do you care about? How can I give you a massage and like, you know, just make you feel like a queen or whatever it might be. So it's like when we're doing that for ourselves, then we can really show up so powerfully, so grounded, so stable for that other person that we want to give our best to. Yeah. Giving from that overflow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So good. So good. So when it comes to like attracting that, that man, right? First, we have to get clear on it. And then how do we actually bring that person in? You, you mentioned at the beginning, it's not so much about like going out and uh, going to these places where, where guys are at, although that could be a part of it. Um, but it's more about like getting clarity. What else is important in attracting that guy into our lives? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just really think that we get to confront the things that hold us back. So a lot of women think they're like, Oh yeah. Like once I go on more dates or like, I just need to put myself out there more. And it's like taking action is actually not what's going to have your person come to you. Like Mm. when you take inspired action, absolutely. But I mean, I know the way you and Petsia met, met, it's because you both were doing something for yourself and you weren't going with the intention of how can I meet, you know, my girlfriend, my boyfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, really what, what I see stopping so many women is that they're not, they haven't looked at the beliefs that they keep brushing up against mm. everything that they're holding on to that they're not aware of. So, you know, limitations around, oh my gosh, every guy's going to cheat. All the good guys are gone. Mm. You know, relationships don't last, like how those really stop them. Um, and really doing the hard work of forgiving. I've done a ton of forgiveness work. Mm. I was holding on to so many grudges with exes for years where I would literally think about one of my exes. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he's like suffering right now. And, you know, I put so much energy into the past and Mm. fear of the past repeating itself. And, you know, meanwhile, I was staying stuck. I was single for three years in my mid to late twenties when all my friends were in these amazing relationships, they were getting engaged, married, having babies. And my mindset was what was stopping me. Meanwhile, the same ex that I was like dwelling over, he got married, he had a baby, like, you know, and I just stayed in the same place. So to answer your question, it's really the inner unsexy work. Like, mm. yes, that on the top, it's like, yeah, do things that make you feel good, but really doing that hard work and really be willing to look at what's not working and being open to rewriting your future. That's where I believe like the true work comes in. How long does that process take or can it take? Yeah. So I think, you know, of course there's so many tools and practices and what I include in my programs are, you know, trainings and inner work, journaling prompts, exercises of letting go. Like if we're looking at time, you know, that could be a few hours, but it's a daily practice and it's a daily willingness to shift yourself. So what I look for is more so the consistency because it's not like you do work on a limiting belief and then it never comes up again or, you know, you forgive your dad or you forgive the mean guy in sixth grade who said you were fat. Like, it's not like that never shows up again, but it's about being willing to look it in the eyes when it does come up and actually apply what you've learned until that belief is no longer a part of your reality. 
Mm. So you mentioned a couple different techniques or processes that your clients go through when they're part of your program. Let's say something does come up like a trigger or a past memory or something that like just really um, stirs up some, some negative emotions. Like what, what is your, one of your favorite like go-to techniques to, to be able to dissolve that? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy you asked that. So I love just always challenging the belief. So when that comes up, it's never, we never want to judge it. And we can be thankful that it's still there because it shows us that there's still opportunity to grow. There's still opportunity to overcome. And it gives us great polarity and contrast. Like I don't want to feel this way anymore. So what I love doing is really like always challenging the belief and asking, is this ultimately true? Like says who, and can I think of one, like, morsel one scrap of evidence that can completely make this be bs so a lot of my clients have trauma around being cheated on in past relationships or men lying so what i always invite them into is like okay so i want you to make a list of men who you know and they can even be celebrities men who you know they are completely committed to the woman they're with and they would never cheat right? So the second they can find that evidence, it's like, that's what you get to believe that gets to be your reality. So I love always challenging it. Is this ultimately true? Like says who can you think of evidence to disprove this? And like, what is a better feeling story you can tell what feels better to believe? How about stepping into the belief that your person, your man, he's going to be so happy to be committed to you. Mm. Mm. I love it. It's just like, really shifting all the thoughts that are coming up around like the the reality that we don't want to maintain anymore it's like how do we identify that get aware of it like write down these things that come up and, and you have journaling prompts and writing prompts and your and your programs and stuff so i think that's like number one is hey what what is coming up what is the belief identify the limiting belief and then from there we can do all sorts of beautiful processes that can like transform it and it's first being being aware of it and then also, I think even before the belief happens the next time around, like in the moment, it's like getting prepared. What am I going to do when this comes up again? Like, what am, do I have a process ready? Do I have a five minute process ready? If I have, you know, an hour to like really dive in and like go to work on some gnarly story recreation, like, am I going to do that? Is that, is that something I'm prepared for? So it's really having that, that arsenal and like the strategy ready to go. And, and uh, I think even even with the best intention and the best strategies, like sometimes we might just be so derailed by the the trigger that it's like we we are just stuck there, you know? Yeah. You know what I would say too, what came up for me is about being really clear on like the prices you've already paid and how you've mm. already suffered from buying into this belief. Wow. So like really getting in relationship with your pain. So mm. like when this belief has popped up, like what prices have I paid? How have I let it stop me? Holy crap. I've let myself, you know, not be open to love. And I haven't gone on a date in a year and a half because yeah. of this belief, right? So getting in relationship with the pain and then having that kind of like fed up enough is enough, never again moment. So that when it does pop up, we recognize it, you know, like you said, pull out a tool in your arsenal and be really reconnected with like, yeah, I've already let this belief steal time for me. And like, I'm gonna, I'm committed to moving past this quickly. Yeah. I'm curious for you, Valerie, what has you, 
want to keep discovering new techniques and new tools and new strategies like for mindset reprogramming and transformation because like you know so much and like I know you're just this this voracious learner tell us a little bit more about like what keeps you driving for more yeah oh my god I'm obsessed right like I'm literally <laughs> obsessed that's what it comes down to I'm like wait so you mean that I could have a better life and human experience by learning a different tool, learning a new way, like being shown a new way. Like I'm always open for being shown a better way. I'm always mm. open for having more. Like I come from that abundant space. So like if I've been using a tool that's been working really well with my clients and then I learn something else, I cannot wait to get on my client sessions that week and share a new tool. Like I just, I believe in that overflow. I believe and being a student of life, like for life forever until the day I die, like I'm never going to be at a place where I'm like, yep, I've learned it all. Like even Tony Robbins is committed to learning every day. Yeah. So I'm just like, wait, so we can get out of pain quicker and maximize our pleasure and step into like pleasure and joy sooner. Like I'm in, show me how I'm committed. Mm. Mm. I love it. What do you think the impact of social media is on your clients and how they view love and finding love and uh, dating yeah so do you mean social media like instagram and yeah yeah so it depends because that can be your best friend and your worst nightmare because like social media most of my clients we find each other through Instagram. They find me yeah. through a hashtag, right? So, you know, and, and that's how I like have found pretty much so many people who have had a big influence on my life. So I believe if you use it as a tool and there's so many people who are just like you and me and we're spreading positivity and yes, you can. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're really like offering value. And so that's where I think Instagram is great. And then on the flip side, it can be the biggest like kiss of death around comparison, feeling like you're not enough. Um, I also think it can, you know, if you're attached to, let's say I have a client who's attached to a guy and she's watching his social media like a hawk. And then it becomes this like, oh my God, he'll, he hasn't texted me, but he like watched my story or he liked my photo. And it's like this fake, like, that's my favorite. When I ask a client, I'm like, okay, well, what have you heard from him this week? And the answer is no, because he hasn't reached out. But what they'll say instead is, well, he liked my photo, like he commented a flame or like he's been watching my stories. <laughs> and it's like, so the answer is no, like really? he hasn't reached out to you. So social media can kind of, I think it can kind of like encourage passiveness and laziness. But yeah. I also think that it can be a really amazing tool. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What is your intention with your social media and how you use it to um, inspire and empower your clients and your audience to be more effective at attracting the love of their lives? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my intention is just to be giving value and being really open. So I used to be like, oh, I need to plan my social media in advance. And of course I have like videos I've made, but I just intuitively feel into what the women I like need and my, my come from is like, if this can impact one person, if this can open someone up to show them what's possible to show them a new way of living, like it's all been worth it. Like that's always my goal. So, um, I just like, I'm blown away by how much free 
inspiration knowledge is out there and how many people are like us and giving value so that's my goal is to give value and of course like I do run a business so I'm always open for women really seeing my work seeing my what I'm giving and if they resonate with me I'm always open for them finding ways to really go in deeper and and work with me at a deeper level absolutely I love it I love it Valerie I know a big part of today we want to talk about is how to make it easy to attract that dream partner. Like what would you say it is that makes things easier, makes the flow happen the most? Yeah. So I say first and foremost is to have an intention versus an expectation. So that what that looks like is being really unattached to the how that we get so stressed about how, like I do this in business all the time. If I have a certain income goal for the month, I'm like, okay, well, how, how am I going to do that? And it's like, it's never about how it's about an intention and what you're committed to being. Um, so what I believe it takes to make it really easy is to first be in the belief that you're worthy of it first and foremost, and to also trust that everything is working in your favor and like the timings planned. Um, when I think of you and Petia, when I think of how I met my boyfriend, you know, during an emotional intelligence seminar, and I just think of so many women who have met their boyfriends without even trying, like, that's what I invite everyone into is to be open to it being easier than they've imagined being open to it happening in a way that they never could have predicted. And like, really doing the behind the scenes work, which I know you're a really big stand for this. I know you've done a ton and ton and ton of work. And it's like, that's actually, that's the hard part. So the hard part isn't being in the right place at the right time. The hard part is doing the stuff that no one is rewarding you for, but you just know, you're like, I know that this is going to pay off. And I know that everything's going to compound and that's going to help me elevate. And I believe I'm of the belief that the better you get, the better you attract. So I remember spending Friday nights, like reading a personal development book or like doing a course. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, gosh, my dream man, like he's doing the same thing. Like, wow, I'm really calling, I'm really like up leveling myself. So I just know who I'm calling in is going to be a really up leveled version too. I love that. Let's dive into that more as far as like you attract who you are, that that kind of energy, that kind of, um, I guess, like law that's going on in the universe. Can you dive into that a little bit more? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like attracts like. And when it comes down to like, you know, I had no problem making my compatibility plan because I believed I was like, oh, I am these things. Like I'm calling in someone who takes care of their body and eats healthy. Like that's an alignment and that's easy for me to ask for because that's, who I am, right? That's what I value. Yeah. Um, you know, when it comes to, it, it just, it, it's all about what are you a match for? And it's, you know, half of it is yes, choosing what you want, choosing what you desire. Then the other half is, okay, who do I get to be now mm. to be a match for this? And like, when I think about times where I've attracted men who were toxic, you know, when I've attracted less than I deserved, like I look back at who I was. And it was like very low self-worth, people pleasing, desperation, all these things that are, you know, I've worked through, but I was a match at that time. So I think it really takes honesty too, like really looking like, okay, how have I been a match for this? And what do I get to be a match for now? Hmm. What do you think about the people that we surround ourselves with and how that impacts our dating and attraction effectiveness? 
Yeah. So um, it's interesting you brought that up because, you know, when you are single, you typically have friends who are single. You also have friends who are married. But when it comes to like, you're going out, you typically go out with your single friends. So I, you know, a lot of women, like, let's say that you've been single for a while and you're becoming jaded, but you're committed to changing that. Then you have a friend group who breathes jadedness down, you know, your throat and the conversations when you're out or that men suck, like all men are liars. Mm. Oh my God, I'm going to die alone with 12 cats. Mm. It's never going to happen for me. Like that's what you're letting in and that's influencing you and that's becoming your reality. Mm. And then at the same time, it's like when you spend time with people who are great examples of the type of love you want, it's like, okay, well, what thoughts were they thinking to attract this? Like, Mm. where can I learn? So um, to answer your question, I think that has a huge impact. And I think in every area of life, but when it comes to like single and you can all, it doesn't mean get new friends, but also be willing to interrupt the conversations that are happening. And I've, I've encouraged my clients and they've done this, like sit, telling their friends, like, Hey, like, I know we've had a really rough go with men in the past and we've been hurt, but like, I'm committed to attracting my king. And I know me talking negatively about guys isn't going to do that. Like I want to celebrate men and I want to call in what I want. So I would love if we can shift this conversation right now and that their friends are normally like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm in for that. So I think it's just about being like asking for what you want and not being afraid to interrupt what's happening. Be unapologetic about it. I love it. And also it's, it's like being willing to have that conversation. And like, I think you said the word disrupt, disrupt, whatever, whatever energy has been there, whatever conversation has been there Mm -hmm. to create a new one. And that takes courage to like say, Hey girls, like I've had a lot of fun having this conversation about jadedness and you know how guys supposedly are. And like, I am so freaking committed to having an amazing relationship. So like either we can talk about like how awesome guys are and celebrate them because that's what we want to attract to us. Hopefully, you know, we're able to have an energetic level conversation with them. Like, what are we attracting ladies? You know, like hopefully we can say that. Um, and if not, then say, okay, well, if not, then I, I'm just going to make it a, a, a non-negotiable that we don't talk about neg- negatively about guys and like those, I mean, if you want to share something, if you want to like get something off your chest or, you know, something like that, then I will listen but at a certain point, I'll say, hey, I just, I don't, I won't tolerate that kind of toxicity in my pool because I'm creating a new reality. And thankfully, I got people like Valerie in my life who's constantly feeding me beautiful, positive, inspiring thoughts. And I just, I love social media and podcasts and all these beautiful things today because we can rewrite those old programs and we can do these processes and things like that to transform. Yes. I love that you said that. And I think like a big part too is like, you know, like you said about really like saying like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm listening to these podcasts. Like I'm elevating my mindset. And it's also a willingness to take responsibility of the past. And it's like, okay, what thoughts have I been thinking that have gotten me here and kept me here? What words have I been saying? The friends that I'm around, like what, um, you know, like how has that affected me? So that willingness to really look at what hasn't been working and how we've been, you know, how we generated that. Yeah. 
I love that. It's like really taking responsibility, taking our power back that we mm-hmm. create our reality, whether it's favorable and what we want or whether it's not what we want, you know, like then we can, yeah. then we can shift it. Then we're, then we are remembering and like resourcing ourselves and saying, Hey, I'm co-creating this reality. If I want it differently than it, if it is to be, it's up to me, so to speak. And, and I will, I will create it differently. Yeah. Yeah. We have the power. Yeah. I love it. Um, what, what effect has having a, like a sisterhood had on your ability to impact and serving uh, your clients? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like really just having women who believe in you and cheer you on, it's so, so huge. Um, you know, and that that is also another way that I'm so grateful for Instagram because I feel connected to so many like-minded women every day because we you know, are doing the same type of work. We're in conversation. We're cheering each other on. We want to see each other win. And I actually had a really hard year, like around this time last year was when I was really like, I was really committed to elevating and shedding a lot of beliefs that didn't serve me. And a lot of that was people pleasing, really like dimming my light, holding back. And, um, you know, because of that, I felt like I wasn't super understood by my group of friends. And I, really intuitively felt I was like I'm not being supported I'm not being cheered on right now and it was a really unsettling feeling and I also can take my part and and say that I had been people pleasing for a long time and and you know just really shrinking myself to accommodate other people and so I really you know looked at okay who is my circle and I'm am I okay with having a significantly smaller circle if that means that they are sisters who support me and want me to win and genuinely cheer me on. And that's really what I did. So every woman gets to have that. And I'm happy you brought this up because that's exactly, you know, what I create in my program fall in love, which I just closed doors yesterday. And we already have seven amazing women and we're going to have a couple more women joining. And this is a sisterhood. It's a container for women who are single and they're committed to doing this unsexy work. Like Mm -hmm. you and I talked about doing the inner work and then also taking action, taking inspired action and really supporting each other because it's very abnormal to be dating and then to have friends who are in the exact same spot who are committed to working on their mindset and changing their reality. So I wanted to create that. And the last round of fall in love, holy crap, the women got so close. They ended up meeting up in person, like FaceTiming each other. And like just yesterday, a girl posted a picture of her and her boyfriend. They just became official two weeks ago. They were in the last round of fall in love. Literally the group chat is like going off and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, and so it's just, it's, it's really about having cheerleaders, having women who get in and women who want you to win. There's a lot of people in our lives who don't, actually want us to win and it has nothing to do with us it's Mm. them projecting it's fear-based but yeah like I wouldn't be where I am without other women supporting me and cheering me on and like Petia for example like you know, she really like changed my life working with her, her really seeing me like she saw me as the coach I am today. And when I started working with her, I was very like, you know, really like guarded and didn't really show myself. And she really gave me that permission. And um, she's had a huge impact on my life. And she's someone who I've always thought of as a big sister. And even though, you know, I'm no longer her client, I know that if I ever needed anything, yeah, I just energetically feel her love and I feel her cheering me on and wanting me to win. And that's what's so beautiful about Instagram. And that's how Petty and I are connected. So yeah, like sisterhood all the way. 
Mm, I love it. Um, I'm curious because sometimes our own kind of toxic tendencies might come into the play. Like, for example, you're talking about, um, you know, other times it's it's women in our circle who are bringing us down. And sometimes like that stuff might come up in us, you know, like I know I've I've been jealous of other guys and like, you know, kind of standoffish against them. Like, what would you recommend if we have those kinds of feelings coming up for when we see people successful in our circles? Yeah. To look at it, (laughs) like literally look at it. And it's like, okay, what in me is like resisting that this person is having success? Like, you know, I have two choices that can either spend my energy saying that they don't deserve it or like, you know, oh, they're in off that or, you know, whatever the story is, or I could really like look at like, okay, what is this in me? Like, oh, I want to be further along in my business and I'm seeing someone who's ahead. So I can either on them or I can have them show me the path you know I can use this to my advantage so it's always worth looking at even though it's hard but if you feel that twinge that tug when you see someone like announce a really big like financial milestone or you know whatever it it, nine out of ten times it never has anything to do with the other person so Mm -hmm. it's always worth looking at okay what is this within me that I'm feeling something other than wanting to completely celebrate this person, especially if they're a friend. Yeah. What is something you're grateful for today? Um, I am really grateful to be spending this time with you. I'm really grateful for, you know, the fact that the universe guided us together and that I have this opportunity to be sharing my beliefs and, you know, connecting with you on a platform where people outside of my immediate following are going to get to hear this. Like, I'm so grateful for this, this world. This is hard because whenever (laughs) every night, Ryan and I, we talk about what we're grateful for before bed and he'll say his one thing. Then he goes, what about you? And I list out like 16 things. So (laughs) being respectful of time, what I'll say is I'm so grateful for this opportunity to be in your space, to be, you know, in your tribe, to be able to share my message, be able to, you know, build my confidence and strengthen my message by being here. So this is what I'm thankful for, for sure. I love it. What is the vision that you're bringing forth this year? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm creating more ways for women to get the support they need without having or not having but without, without like, working with me one on one. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how can I get my work into the hands of more women who deserve this who are committed? And, you know, they may not be able to financially work with me one on one, or it's not a fit or whatever that looks like. So my vision is to impact, you know, thousands and thousands more women than I'm currently impacting through my work and through showing giving value. So that could be podcasts, it could be my posts. So I'm really like expansion is definitely my word. No, expansion was my word last year. Elevation is my word this year. So double for E's. Me, what, what is this yeah, with e, e words, Valerie? <laughs> yeah. So for me to feel like I'm elevating, that would mean impacting more women. So yeah. that's really my vision is bringing this to more women. That's awesome. My word for the year is evolve. So I love that. Oh, elevate, I love it. Elevate and expansion. It's it's beautiful. And wow. um I think it's it's really awesome. What is a commitment for you in how you show up with your boyfriend Ryan and like how you want to enhance and supercharge your guys' relationship? Mm-hmm. So interesting you brought that up. A lot of it for me is I'm noticing a lot of like 
whole triggers coming up. Um, and so, you know, for me, it's like the deeper we get, the deeper you get with anyone, the more like painful it would be to ever lose that person. And so I, like most people have that fear of abandonment. It's like the more he loves me and the more I open myself up to receive his love and give his love. It's like, oh my God, I'm going, I'm, I'm aware of how much I love him and how much it would hurt to lose him. Mm. And so sometimes I see myself getting into falling into old patterns where it's like my ego feeling like I need to protect myself. So my commitment to him is to just really always look at that and really take ownership and responsibility for when that comes up and do my part to be the best partner I can be for, for him. Mm. Um, do you mainly focus on online, like tribe building and marketing, or do you also do stuff locally? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm 100% online right now. Um, I see myself in the future doing workshops, having live events like Pet Tietas. I definitely see that. And right now, what's really calling for Ryan and I is we're actually going to be completely nomadic. So Ooh. our lease, yeah, our lease comes to an end in March. And so we were actually, we were like, looking at apartments, we wanted to sign a lease in Little Italy in San Diego, and just something felt really heavy about it. And mm -hmm. what we realized is we have that desire to travel, and we have that desire to, you know, not feel like we need to be tied to one place. San Diego is home, and I see us spending a lot of time here, but we're just going to like Airbnb it. And um, so with that, it's like, that's where an online business makes sense for now, but I'm mm -hmm. always open to expansion in the future. I'm curious, do you have any like things on the bucket list while you're traveling ed or adventuring? And a second part to the question, which I can ask again, is um, any communities or causes that you want to impact while you're mm -hmm. traveling the world? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think we get to be super intentional about that because we're clear that we won't work creators, you know, just like you and Petia. So I know you two went to Bali and like you hosted a retreat there. And that's like, I'm sure that the energy and the visions that came to life when you were there, it's like you, you don't get that in Vegas where you live, right? It's just a different environment. There's so much there. So like, him and I, as we're growing our businesses separately, we're clear that we get to be in a space where we feel like we can be really creative and, mm. you know, create more to serve more people. So that's really like the vision. And, you know, and that's something where I would love to talk to you and Petia, like offline, of course, about like things to do in, in Bali. And yeah, I always want to be involved in a higher purpose and a higher cause. And I believe being in contribution, I would love to look into organizations to support and really contribute to while we're traveling mm. is there anything that like you feel would just naturally grab your heart as like causes or or let's say injustices that are going on in the world that you would love to see end mm -hmm. yeah so like I definitely think like sex trafficking that's one that's like you know so major to me and like you know supporting women who have been through significant trauma you know I've had childhood sexual abuse in my life and, you know, healing from that, that opened up everything for me to be able to love and let love in. So like, that's the, my immediate response is to support women who have had trauma like that and to show them, you know, they get, they, they get, men are safe and they get to be safe in love. And there are so many amazing, loving, vulnerable men out there who are going to take care of them. So I, I can see that I could see sex trafficking causes, um, 
you know, I've always had a thing for animals. So anything to support animals and there's so many causes, it would be so hard to pick just one. I love it. Well, I love what I'm hearing so far. It sounds like they're at least in your immediate like awareness, like, oh, I could mm-hmm. do this, I could do this, I could do this. And I think that's number one is like, hey, what are the options? And then now that you're aware, you will align with the the right opportunities for you just going about life and enjoying life. Yeah. Um, so a similar kind of question with like, what are you working on this year? And also the causes that you want to support as far as like your life, what it's always evolving. So there's no like wrong answer and you can always change it. But like, what do you see as like the biggest legacy that you want to be leaving at this point in your evolution? Yeah. I believe, so I want to be a stand for possibility. And I believe the second you get a sniff of like, what's possible, that's all you need to start whatever you want. That's certainly how I got the idea to start my business was like being shown what's possible. I was like, holy crap, someone's making money for like, talking about manifestation. Like I love talking about that. So my legacy is to be the catalyst for possibility for women like who knows what I'll be sharing you know 50 years down the road and like that's that's what I want to be I want to be that stand for possibility Ding. I love it I love it I just like I see the greatness in you you know like I'm sure you see it too this vision of of possibility of who you could be and who you are becoming in, in your life and it's like I just see these people like Marie Forleo and o- Oprah and like these badasses who are just tearing it up and delivering so much transformation and value to the world and I just like I see you owning that and just taking like one step at a time you know it's like every every day just showing up and, and doing your best and changing lives Oh, thank you, Chris. Yeah. Well, what's next for you? So 10 years ish from now, I will be creating augmented reality personal development games. So using technology and mixing like personal development and coaching and things like that, like I'm learning communication, leadership, all these beautiful things right now. And then I'll be able to transfer those skills to anywhere I go. Sales too, right? Like as an entrepreneur, we we get to be able to sell ourselves and our vision to the people who are around us and like why they should get involved, why someone should be a part of our company and our team and things like that. So it's like, I know I'm just putting in the foundational skills for these bigger visions and these movements that are able to, to transform the world. So that's like 10 years in the future, but definitely in the next years, just like maximizing live retreats, uh, live events, like just getting really good at that. And, you know, I've really, I've been on the journey of discovering who am I, you know, like Petty is a couple years older than me. I feel like she's really grounded in this centered place of like who she is, right? I feel yeah. like she's so, so solid on that. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm quite at that point of like, it's in my soul. This is what I'm meant to be doing. You know, like I love interviewing. I love learning. And I still think that there's a next evolution of how it all comes together and how do I articulate that and, and serve people. So I think really just being open, like God, source, universe, creator, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open, just being open to, to whatever's next, you know? Yeah. I just see you like on stage, you have such a powerful presence and like, Um, you know, I know you've had a ton of practice and like interviewing and just really like, I I see that. And I see like you being interviewed more and I see you really like being like the star and like being on stage. Like I I really see that for you. You're very, very powerful. So I cannot wait to see 
what's next. Thank you, Valerie. I love it. I love it. We're freaking powerhouses, bringing so much light and love and possibility to the world. So, Valerie, our audience wants to know how they can stay connected with you, specifically, like, what are their next steps? You mentioned a couple different things, one-on-one coaching, mm-hmm. group coaching, different programs. What do you have coming up or what will be the next steps they can take? Yeah, so definitely want to be connected on Instagram first and foremost. I love sharing every single day on there at the Mindful Babe. Um, or you can look at Valerie Adams. I will come up there. And what's next is I've created a completely hands-off course called Love Unblocked that I'm going to be doing just like a little flash sale. So tell us, what is the the beautiful program that you're releasing again? Yes. Yes. So it's called Love Unblocked. And this is for the woman who's like ready to date. And she's also clear that she has some, some patterns, some triggers, some beliefs that have held her back, people she needs to forgive, you know, work that she wants to do. And she's like ready to, to do the inner work. So this program is going to be available for the next two days. You can just head to my Instagram at the mindful babe and find out how to hop in. I love it. I love it. Valerie, you're a superstar. Thank you again. They can find you on Instagram at the mindful babe. And then also mm-hmm. you have a Facebook group. You want to tell us about that real quick? Yes. So I have a free Facebook community, which I would love for every single lady to be a part of. It's called Confident and Committed Babes. So this this group is, you know, I love doing pop-in trainings in there and really adding value. And it's a great community for single ladies who are like super clear that they get to call in their king. So it's a really high vibe, positive group filled with so much value. So join there. I believe Chris is going to provide the link perhaps. Yep. It's on, it's on the count on the um, screen, but I can definitely put it in the comments as yes, well. Yeah, confident and committed babes Facebook groups. Beautiful. Um, and then final like words of inspiration while I'm typing this in. Oh yeah. So um, final words of inspiration would be that we live in a limitless universe, and what that means is that you can experience whatever you want. You can have whoever you want in life. So the only limitations are the ones that you create in life. Mm, mm. Amen. Valerie, you are a superstar. Thank you so much for bringing the heat, the love, the possibility to us and just for everything that you're up to in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chris. It was an honor. See you soon, okay? Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. 
If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>